Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you listen to this episode of Tree Talk, episode 251. It'll be a shorter episode than usual, but I'll explain that at the end. We still have plenty to get through in just over half an hour, 40 minutes. We've hurling football, ladies football, masters, all that good stuff. So stay tuned for all that and more. The impression again, we get all with what you put in. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth the goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth the goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tommaso Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Limerick went out there from the war court today. No more about him. They made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? No sympathy in this game for anybody. How are we, Matt? Uh, time is against us this evening, so we're just going to go straight through and I'll, I'll explain all at the end. We'll start with a bit about football and I'll keep timestamps in all this so people can jump from hurling football masters as they please. As always, thank you to Noel's menswear. But Matt, starting with the senior football championship, we're down to our last six uh, in Group 1, Newcastle, Father Casey's, Kalyan Palace. In Group 2, Adair, Monoline and Napierstrig. I wasn't around the weekend, so I didn't see any games. You saw a couple. Probably not surprising going into the weekend what we had. Um, permutation on that. Probably not surprised at the final six. What do you make overall? Um, you probably saw a lot of teams over the course championship. What's your overall estimation of the group stages, Matt? Actually, Jack, I think I've seen all the teams, and I, I saw three games in the last week, and I think, I think I saw the three, the three main contenders, Adair, um, Newcastle West, and Mona Lean. And like the, the final round, Jack was a bit of a whimper. There was, there was, there wasn't much to it. Um, there was, you know, you're always waiting for the unexpected to happen to throw up a bit of surprise, but. Um, that didn't happen, even though we both got it spectacularly wrong when we said that Ballylanders had beaten a Piercing, but a Piercing got in and got the um, got got the win that takes them through at uh, at um, with three wins. And uh, I suppose if you said that at the outset of the competition, the Pier and the Piercing after coming up would get three wins. Um, you, you 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 wouldn't think it would happen, but it has happened. And fed you some, you know, they've they've brought the momentum over from winning the Intermediate Championship last year. Getting through to the intermediate uh, Munster Intermediate Clubs final and and now like they're they're in in the quarterfinals. So, like the, the stage is set for for the for the quarterfinals first of all. And you you have um, you have Monlean and they're going to be playing Kildare Palace Kenry and you're going to have Father Casey's playing Napierschik and um, they're two mouth watering ties. And like if you progress it further, the winners of Monlean and um, Kildama Palace Kenry will be will play Newcastle West, which means if new if if Monaline play beat um, Kildama Palace Kenry in their quarter final, they'll be playing Newcastle West in the semi final for the third year in a row. Yeah, and then you have Father Casey's and and um, and Napierschik. Where Father Casey's and um, 
want to lean to win those quarterfinals. You'd have the exact same semi-final pairings of last year. And I don't know how good or how bad that is for the championship. Like, um, it's something that has been occurring, um, you know, with with monotonous regularity in 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 the um, in in the senior hurling championship until the order was disturbed last year by South Liberties. And um, you know, if if, if new blood was to come in, um, it would add a bit of freshness to the concluding stages of the championship, Jack. But uh, from what I've seen of the championship, you know, I, I think that nearly all teams finished where they deserved to finish. I think the three teams in each group that went through, I think they, they deserve to go through. Equally, I think that, that the two teams that are contesting regulation uh, um, probably deserve to be there as well. So, like... You know, basically what I'm coming at, Jack, is that there was no real, there was no real upset. And that, look, right through the campaign, I suppose, apart from Ballystein there, maybe picking up a couple of wins on, on the trot, you know, the, poss- the possibility of, um, of, of, of a surprise for, 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 for those going through to the knockout stages, you know, was, was quite remote. And, um, you know, pre-match punditry and... Um, Pre-match forecasts were, you know, they were pretty on the on 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 the ball now. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to the concluding stages. Nice to see in a piercing. Nice to see, um, n- nice to see um, Kildare Palace can involved in the knockout stages. Um, you know, but they both have big tasks in front of them if if they are to if they are to progress. Now, as I said, I saw there they beat Ballylanders. They sort of that victory over Ballylanders certainly s- certainly gave a much clearer picture to Group Two, and you you were at that game, and like like you know they won by three points, but Jack, it was a very comfortable three points victory. Now I saw yeah. um, Newcastle West playing Ula on on Saturday night, and they were just way way too good um, for Ula. And something similar on Sunday. And um, I've seen Monaline a couple of times, Jack. And whilst conventional wisdom would suggest that that um, the, 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 the favourites for, for this, it, it, that it's between Adair and, and Castle West, I don't bet. I think you'll ignore Monaline at, at your peril. I saw him against your, your own club, Ballystein, hugely impressed with him. Jack, I was more impressed with him on Sunday. You know, and yeah. um, they were. Don Los Sullivan, they were without um, Brian Donovan, but I thought they looked. They, I thought they looked very, very, very good, and it'll take a very good team to beat them. Yeah, no. From seeing Monaline up close and personal, I was very impressed with him. Very physical. We know what we're getting from Newcastle. Uh, the boys are very impressed with Adair at the weekend, and anyone that I was talking to watched it. I wasn't there myself, but yeah, we have the final six. Um, Five of last year's six. I think maybe the shock was probably uh, Kieran's didn't make it out, but we, we saw how their campaign panned out. But we'll have qualifying to cut forward to Met, and obviously that relegation final will be discussed. But yeah, we have our final six in the football. Unfortunately for us, there's no uh, belly team left in the, the final six, but that's war for you. But looking well, forward... Unfo- un- the- unfortunately for me, where. Uh, but- my team are involved in the final two at the wrong end of the table, but look, they got out of it last year, and I'd I'd be hopeful that 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 um 
that they'd get out of it this year. But but I, I, I would sound a small word of caution that I think they're finding scoring difficult. Um, like they got 2-5, which is only seven scores against um, against Adair uh, last Tuesday night. And they only got six on Sunday against Napierswick, which, you know, you'll have to be doing much, much better than that. But anyway, Jack, um, relegation finals tend to take on a life of their own. And we'll be discussing that at a later date. Yeah, we will. But on the agenda right now, Matt, is the hurling. And we'll stick with the senior for the day. We have the final round in the senior hurling championship. There's permutations aplenty. I'll run through those quickly just so we know where we are. And if I'm wrong with anyone, just let me know. Kilmallock are true. They're into a semi-final. They play Napierstig, but they'll finish top two regardless. Napierstig, if they beat Kilmallock, they'll top the table. They'll have the, the semi-final regardless. Patrick's well, no, a win is enough for them to go through. If they lose, could get hairy. Ahan are doing around four points. They know a win is enough. And they could sneak in to the top two, but they need an awful lot to go. So I think it's just quarterfinal. A hand play Dune, they're on two points. If no, they beat Jack, two... I just cut across you there. I don't think Dune can really make the the the, the, the quarter make make the semi because the only only scenario that they could make it, you know, I don't think there's any scenario because if they get to six points, Patrick's well get to six points, and Napierschik are on six points. Yeah, the scoring then, difference. But... Then scoring difference, which they're at a huge disadvantage because of the yeah. defeat by Napierschik. Yeah, you I was know? I was just going to say, no. I don't think they'll be thinking about semi-finals. But no, 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 I, I, think... I, 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 I think Dune will just want to get over the line and be involved in the in, in the concluding stages. Um, I, as far as I as far as far I reckon, any where semi-final is a no-no for them, you know? Yeah. Um, if it they, goes they, that three-way... They just way... can't make it. Play but but what could be very interesting, that would be if... if, if um, the Piercing were to lose, Patrick's well win, and a hand win. Then it's Patrick's well going to the semi final. And the head to head, the head, to head over the Piercing. Yeah, and keep going on that trail. A hand, you know, have a job to do themselves. If they beat Dune and Patrick's well win as well, uh, then a hand will go through into the quarters and Dune will be eliminated. That's KP, true. We That's know. True on the head to head, yeah. Yeah. KP are out. They're relegated with that game to play against um, Patswell. Into Group 2 then. Munger ran seven points. They're through to quarter-final. They play Bally Brown, who are also on seven points. But Munger are through. Bally Brown aren't through yet. So, Munger, a draw will be good enough for promotion. Bally Brown need to win to earn promotion. But if Munger beat Bally Brown, they're on five at the moment. They can get to seven and they can bypass... Bally Brown, but there's twelve or there's a twelve point swing. Twelve, there's twelve happen. points between them. But in a winning and losing situation, to be easy yeah. enough to claw that back. But um, I, I, I think both of those games could be very, very tight. Particularly the Bally Brown, Mungret, St. Pauls. That the, the stakes are so high in it. It's, it's absolutely massive, you know. And we will um, get into this. We I will go through have those. To separate in, them. You'll be asking me in a minute, you know. Yeah, we'll go through. I just go keep going. Monlina and four points, so they're out. They're safe, but they're out. So Adair will be hoping for a uh, for lackluster side there. And then at the other end of the table, you have a huge game between Gary Spillane and South Liberties. South Liberties are on zero points. They need to beat Gary Spillane, but that will do them. They will be safe, and Gary Spillane will be relegated. Gary Spillane need a draw. They have that point from the draw at Munger St. Paul's in round two. So that's 
that's the layout of the land in the senior hurling championship um and we'll get into our predictions as we go through these games because as i said time is against us but just briefly matt this was uh this was last week's predictions wasn't great for me i probably voted with my my heart a small bit but we bought in newcastle Bought a Cairns, bought in Monaline, you had Casey's to beat Kildano Palace Kennery, and you had a dare to be Palestine. And we both, as you said, said Bally Landers would beat Nabirchik, which they didn't. So you moved or clear again after I caught it back to two. But that's uh that's where we are at the moment with the predictions. But we'll go into the, the senior hurling mess and we'll do the predictions as we do the previews. And we might start with the, the first game of the weekend, which is the Thursday night game between St. Liberties and Gary's Plan. We went through what's at stake there, Matt. And as this is a relegation final, for want of a better word. Now, it's Gary's plan, a draw is good enough, but you said those games, they're going to life for their own. In in a minute or so, how do you see this one playing out? Very, very hard to know, Jack. Um, uh, you know, after three rounds, we were, maybe after two rounds, we were saying to ourselves, um, South Liberty is in, in huge trouble. and um, But uh, South Liberty is... They haven't won any matches, Jack. But they have been they have been registering decent scores. You know, yeah. they have been registering scores that might be there or thereabouts. I think they got 217 in one game. I think they got was it 20 points or 19 or 20 points in another, you know, yeah. which would suggest the team that's able to score. Maybe their problem is at the other side of the field. I say I got his plan in successive games. I saw him well beaten by by uh, by um uh, Monaline. And I saw him not as well beaten by Bally Brown because um, they got a goal and two points in the last couple of minutes, um, which sort of coloured the result and made it look, um, it sort of flattered, um, it, it, it flattered their scoreline. But, you know, um, the two teams are in a trench and, and um, of the two in a trench, uh, you know, to dig themselves out, I, I would fancy Gareth Spillane and I... I think Gareth Spillane will just edge it. Now, that's a game that's covered, I think, live on Limerick GA yep. TV, I think, Mac, you know, for yep. anybody that can make it to a day at 7.30 on, on Thursday evening. Um, I'm, 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 going, I, I'm going with it. I'm going with Gareth Spillane cautiously by two. Gareth Spillane by two. For me, yeah, Gareth Spillane have just been the better team over the course of the season. I know a relegation game like this, you can't go on that, but I've I've seen both teams, and I just thought Gareth Plan had that bit more um, balance, as you as you said. Liberties are putting up good scores, but they're conceding a world at the other end, and I think Gareth Plan can capitalise that. But I do think it'll be close, and I'm going to go Gareth Plan by three, Matt. But very close, very hard to call. That is the Thursday game, as you said, it's on Limerick TV, so you'll be able to see that game. For the comfort of your own home, or you can get out and, and go see it live, because I'm sure it will be a cracking contest. Staying then with the uh, Group 2, Matt, Adair Monoline. Not much on the line, nothing on the line for Monoline, but could be potentially a big game for Adair. Adair know they have a job to do. Do you see him doing that job? Yeah, uh, well, I see him doing the job insofar as um, uh, that they'll get the win and see where it takes them, you know. Um now, Monaline, obviously, they have consolidated. Uh, they're anchored. They can go up or go down. They're quite safe. I think they probably will be satisfied to a degree only talking to some Monaline people on Sunday. 
to, to a degree with their level of consolidation. I think they might have expected a little bit more seeing that they were all Ireland champions and the momentum that comes with that. But <coughs> I, I think they are, are, are going to win it, Jack. And I, I think the focus on Mona Lee now will, will be on, on, on the football on the fo- football end of things. And for instance, last Sunday, uh, Lock and Lines turned out with the footballers that had a very, very good game, may I add. And um, uh, the word is that, that um, Donico Adali is about to throw in his weight with the footballers shortly. So uh, the, the, the focus, you know, the, the entire focus yeah. may not be on the hurling. Some of the focus may be elsewhere going into this game because of the circumstances of the game that there's nothing as such riding on it. Um, I'm going by for a dare to win by five, Jack. A dare by five. And that, yeah, that's and... no disrespect to Monody, and it's just the circumstances of the game. And, like, you, you, you know, it's not the easiest thing to do to motivate players when you're going out for a game that, look, let's face it, for Monody, it's a dead rubber. It's yeah, it's a, it is a dead rubber, and I think they lost Marco Dwyer against Mungret. If he's injured, he's a huge loss, big game player for them. As you said, it's only natural in these games that you're not gonna. Well, you can, you mightn't go hell for letter. You might, and it just mightn't work out for you, and your heads, heads can drop, or you know, it's it could be an end of season blow off for them. But a dare still have a job to do, and I don't think for a second Monlin will be a walkover. But a dare has so much riding on this game. Monlin don't. That's why I think a dare going to win. But I think Adair will only win by. I'm gonna go with four points here. It it'll be. I don't think it's going to be enough for if even if uh, Munger were to beat Bally Brown. But Adair by four. Book on Adair. Um, and I'm interested to see then. So you're saying Adair by five. Well, how do you see the other game going? And will it matter that Adair win by five? And we're talking about <laughs> Bally Brown versus Munger St Paul's here. It's a huge game, and the pressure is on both sides. And um, like, um, like we, we, we've seen the great, the great um, games that are held, that have taken place between these two sides. Um, we saw last year's Premier Final, which was, was an absolutely fantastic game. Now, um, Munger St. Pauls are, are true. Um, they will be looking for that promotion spot, and there's only one promotion spot. And like, there's going to be real pressure on them, you know, a different type of pressure that will be on Monaline because Mon- uh, sorry, I'm, I'm Bally Brown. Um, now, I'm I'm going cautiously for Bally Brown, Jack, to win by two points, because I I I I think the stakes are higher for them. Their need is greater. Because they have, you know, a draw is no good to them. I, I would be tempted to go for a draw, but it's no good to them. So I'm I'm going for them to win by two points and clinch that promotion spot. Yeah, I had I had a draw written down here, but the more I think about it, and I I think I've gone for Mungers in every game so far, and they've been right three out of four times. I think. Um, Bally Brown's need is greater, and I think they're probably further down their line in terms of those minor teams that have come through. Yeah. But and I think Mungret, I don't think it'd be any harm for Mungret to be in group two next year. Um, with the age profile, there's very few of those players that are going any anywhere anytime soon. I, I don't think anyone that's anywhere near retirement, but they have a lot of very young 
players, but I just think they got they got a heavy beating against Bally Brown last year. And uh, I'm sure they'd, they'd want to rectify that. And I, I'm sure they'd love to knock out Bally Brown, which they could do with a win. So I'm going to go for Mungret by one because they have been good in very, very close games. I remember they beat KP by a point twice, I think. So I think they'll get over the line by a point. Now, in my calculations, it'll still be good enough for Bally Brown to go through. But for me, it's Mungret to get promoted. Just about. You're saying Bally Brown, just yeah. about. Jack, you, you have made a hugely important point there about Bally Brown being further down the road in terms of development. And the extra year, the extra year might, mightn't do Mungret any bit of harm. And if, if, so. if you look for a classical example of that, was when when um, when um, Kildare Palace Kenry lost the county fi- intermediate final to Black Rock. You know, yeah, 100%. Uh, that, 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 that was a sort of a, they didn't see it on the, at the time, but res- retrospectively, it was um, it was a blessing in disguise because it made them much better prepared for um, the, the step up to senior hurling. Now, you know, Mogret St. Paul's need only look at Kildama Palace Kenry now because, like, they, 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 they went through and were promoted last year and we saw what happened last this year. Because I, I believe that Kildama Palace Henry would have done with another year at Section B anyway. So I, I agree with you totally. And it 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 it, it, it has um it, it it is part of my, my, my thinking about it that there's um that that Bally Brown's level of development is that much that little bit further down the road, that little bit greater. And um I, I think that that will probably count for a on Sunday. And that, that's why I'm going for um, for um, uh, Bally Brown by two. Yeah, it'll be some game. That game is also live on Limerick TV at two o'clock on Sunday. So uh, it's not one to be missed. Then into Group A, Matt. Um, we'll start with Patrick's well versus Kildion Palace Kenry. Because, again, for KP, there's nothing riding on this game. Unfortunately for them, they're relegated already for Patchwell they still have a job to do I because of uh they can get caught up in a in a three-way tie with um with Dune and a hand and they also know that the semi-final as you said if Kilmallock do the job for them their head to head will get them so there's a job to do for Patchwell I expect them to do it Matt I expect them to do it relatively comfortably I'm gonna go with a seven point margin for Patrick's well I'm going for six for Patrick's. Well, I think, um, you know, um, Kildama Palace, Kendry, pride will drive them that they, that you know, they'll want to salvage something out of the season. But like, like as I mentioned earlier about Mona Lean, they'll now have one eye in the football quarterfinal, which is coming up two weeks later. So, um, but I think Patrick's well, like they, you know, I, I'm, I'm at a bit of a loss to know where Patrick's well are, you know. Um, if you look at that record, beat 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 the Piercing, lost to Dune, uh, beat a hand, lost to Kilmallock, you know. But um, uh, the game with Kilmallock Jack was the best game of the championship so far, and possibly one of the best games in the championship for a number of years. It was a fantastic game, and it it was just a fantastic game of hurling. And um, you know, Patrick's well lost it, but you know. They, 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 if you know what I mean, they lost the game, but they lost very little in it, because um, I, I, I thought they were very, very, very good. 
Um, I can see Pat Patrick's well in this game because uh, it's a it's a dead rubber for Kildama Palace Kimberley. We have Kyle Hayes now throwing in his lot with, with Kildama Palace Kimberley footballers. Um, we have Cahill Downs. He's doubtful, although I think he made a cameo appearance uh, at the weekend. Um, so um, I, I'm definitely I'm de I'm definitely going for Patrick's well because it guarantees them, uh, Jack, that they're going into a, a quarter final at least. Mm. And and um, for the reasons which we said at the very outset, the possibility of going into a semi final. Yeah, they have a job to do, like like a dare. You know, they have their own job to do and, you know, they, they won't think about other results until the game is no, over. No, no, they, 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 they'll just do their job and see where it takes them, you know. Yeah, I mean, both expect them to do their job. I don't think, again, that even though there's nothing on the line for KP, I think it'll still, they'll want to finish, you know, with, with a good performance. And they haven't been too far off team so far. Um, Then at the top of the table, Matt, Kilmaluk versus Napirshig, a repeat of last year's final. Last year, you know, I don't think Kilmallock will have been happy with their final performance. Nabirshik were awesome on the same night. So, you know, it was one team probably at a low ebb and one team at a very high ebb. Kilmallock come into the game with four from four, no pressure on them. Nabirshik are true, but will, will want to get to a semi-final and they'll want to lay down a marker as well. And so will Kilmallock. You know, it's really intriguing, Matt, however you look at this. Both are true, but both will definitely want to get the win because we probably will see, there's a very high chance we will see this down the line again uh which way are you going actually i'm going with the piercing on this one um okay. jack I'm, I'm going by with the piercing by three points um I, I i think it's going to be very close um i have you, you know like you've outlined all the reasons why they'll be going helter skelter like yeah but like I, what I'm trying to think is um, how much will they not want to show their hands? You know, yeah, which, which is the converse of it. Now, for Kilmallock, it is a dead rubber. You know, uh, <coughs> for Napierschik, it is a dead rubber as far as progressing in the in in the, in the, in the championship is concerned. In that they're in the quarter final, but they will be they will want to get to the semi final, and um, and. Um, uh, you know they, they they will be conscious of what's coming behind them, with with um, with, with with particularly with Patrick's well and Dune, and the possibility like what a hand what Dune failed what Dune failed to win, and Patrick's well won, then they may have to go the quarterfinal route, which would be something new for the Piercic in recent years. Mm. So I'm going for the Piercic to win by by three points on this occasion, simply because I believe that. Um, anything that you've said about you know um, pride and all this sort of thing will be superseded by I think both sides not wanting to show their hand. Yeah, and I just think I'm going to go Kilmallock to win this game. Man. <laughs> it's foolish to back against Napierce, but I think Kilmallock will want uh, you know the final last year will have hurt them. That such was the gap, so I think they'll want to get a win over Napierce because. I think they'll meet again, if you know where I'm heading with that, Matt. So I know, I, 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 I know you're, I know where you're heading, Jack. But yeah. there, there's going to be no, there's going to be no silverware handed out in Dune on 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 Saturday. No, but uh, psychologically, 
you know, there's probably a lot of those Kilmallock boys that haven't beaten the Pearshig in a championship game, a big championship game. You know, the year in 2021, it was Patrick Will that did the job for them. So they'll be thinking, we want to get a win against the Pearshig. Um, but again, it, it's one not, not to miss another cracker that we're going to have on Saturday evening in doing between the Pearshig and Kilmallock. And then another game, Matt, that's you know, to be fair to this championship, there is an awful lot riding going into the final round. And you in a in a 16 group with five games, sometimes there can be very little to be decided. But here we are. Um, I'm looking at no game here has nothing on it for both teams. In all games, there's something on the line. And for a hand and dune. No, what what are you it, going for? What are you going by Kilmallock to win by? Two, two points. Um Two points in Kilmallock and Napiershig. But then one there's one knockout place on offer for a hand and Dune. Just the one when they play uh this weekend. You know, Dune are in pole position. No, a draw will be enough. But a hand, and we spoke to Tom after the game, the first game against Kalyan Palace Henry. It was a monkey off their back. They knew pretty much they weren't going to be in a relegation battle. Here they are in round five. They know what's in front of them. Win and they are true to a quarterfinal. In my estimation, have been in the quarterfinals in 2019, and that's when they were in group that's two. Correct. That's correct. First time since 2019, and, Jack. And they're playing a, a Dune side who are dogged with injury. We don't have to go into that because it's just ridiculous the amount of injuries that Dune have. But for Dune, you know, they're perennial in the semifinals, not to mind the quarterfinals. And they want to make sure that if they get they can get the quarterfinal because they showed against Patrick's well that they can take out one of the big guns, even without those boys. But a hand are such a dangerous op- uh, opposition, especially with Tom Morrissey, who at club level is top 10 in the country, not even lower than that, even top five. He could be the best player in the, in the country when it comes to club level. This one could go either way, Matt. So I'm going to leave you take the lead with this one. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going for doing to shade it, Jack, because, um, you know, I, I, I've seen him playing. I've seen him playing twice. Um, I saw him playing in that game that they'll want. I've seen him three times this year, actually. I, I, I saw him in the league final against Kilmallock, and um, which they, they were very impressively came back um, and won the game despite being eight top players down. Um, now, that hasn't improved that much as we have chronicled over the last couple of weeks. Um, I saw him against Napiershik and it was really a no-show. And um, on, the, on the night, um, what you had, Jack, was... On the night, you had Napiersik at their awesome best. You had Dune hitting rock bottom, and that's the type of distorted result you got. And, you know, they picked it up. They had only four days to pick it up, and they did so, and dug it out, dug it out against Kildaima Palace Henry. And, um, mm. um, like, they, they've, 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 they've reshaped their team. You see, the problem with Dune, as I outlined before, you know, it's it's... You know, if you're five or six top players out, um, they're a huge loss, you know. But you 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 can carry it to a certain degree if they're spread over the field. But in the case of Dune, it's all defenders that are out. Like I think there are six backs that were in the semi-final last year, that there's none of them available this year. You know? Yeah, but, well, there's none of them being available so far. Like you have the big names. Josh Ryan, Richie English, Mikey O'Brien, Chris Thomas, um, Patrick Cummins, oh, yes. you, you know, um, all defenders last year and key defenders. But um, look, I, the way they set out last um, 
against Kildama Palace, Kenry, I, I thought they, they looked uh, much more solid. Um, Darrow Donovan was at centre-back. He was outstanding. Um, Connor Ryan went back into the full-back line at cornerback. Um, I thought Owen Fitzgibbon at full-back was rock-solid, you know. And um, I, I thought, uh, you know, I, I, I was impressed with them in the circumstances in which they found themselves. You know, here they were coming four days after a horrifying defeat, you know, and they picked it up and picked it up well. And I, I, I think they were very useful attack, Jack. If you if you have the like of Barry Murphy and Adam English in your attack, you're always in with with with, with, with a decent chance. Jack Ryan is up there as well. Um, uh, you have Kevin Maher, um, who's a good ball winner. And, and the new player on the block, the new kid on the block, Donald Coughlin at full forward. So yeah, they definitely have I, forwards to hurt a hand, but um, it's at it's at the other end that I'm worried about. How much are you going for doing to beat him by? I'm going for doing by two, Jack. Doing by two. Terrence, I had doing by two written down, but I'm after talking myself into hand. Shocking, doing. I'm going to go a hand by three. I just think Tom Morris is that good, and Dara Donovan will probably have to mark him, and and I think Dara will be able to keep him to minimal scores, but. Dara was so important against Kildion Pendleton Henry, holding that centre, then going into midfield. If if he's tied up with Tom Morrissey, I think a hand of forwards hurt him. Dan Meenan, Ronan Fox, these lads. They've Dan obviously at fullback. They've Kieran Barry at centre. They've Evan O'Leary will probably pick up maybe Pat Ryan or he might follow Adam English out. I think they can curtail Dunes' main men, and I'm going for a shock here. Yeah, no, Pat, Pat, Pat Ryan, I thought was, um, and I didn't mention him there. I omitted him by, um, uh, you know, not deliberately. But but Pat Ryan, I thought was was quite impressive, Jack, against um, Kildaimo Palace Kenry and showed a lot of his experience. And Jack, Pat on, on, on the night provided leadership, which you know was so sadly lacking in the game against them, um, against the tsunami that was in the Pearsig um, four days earlier, but. Overall, the way they're regrouped, I, 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 now I, I, I take your point. Now, Tom Morrissey, I've seen him, I've seen a hand playing a couple of times. Tom Morrissey, he starts at full forward, he's named at full forward, he starts there invariably, and invariably, due to lack of supply, he has to go roaming elsewhere, you know. So, but I'm sticking with Dune because there'll be Eastern pride at stake, you know, um, like. They have the team out in the east, like, and um, uh, they, they won't, they won't want to, you know, they, you know, look, getting to a quarter final um, in the circumstances for doing would be absolutely huge, and um, yeah, I, I, I think they'll get there and see where it takes them from there. Yeah, it's that'll be another encounter, uh, not to miss, and that'll also be live on Limerick TV. So there's a feast of action there. You have on Thursday, South Liberties versus Gary Spillane. On Saturday, the Premier Intermediate clash between Brough and Effen to, to whet the appetites. Then you have that one between Ahan and Dune um, at 5 o'clock. And then on Sunday, Munger St. Paul's versus Bally Brown. So I'll leave the link below to purchase any of those four games on Limerick TV this week. But as I said at the start, Matt, under a bit of time pressure. So we'll move swiftly. Just two more things to get through. Uh, another All-Ireland for Limerick, Matt. On a Saturday afternoon, the Limerick Masters side, and we spoke to Andy McCarthy and Morris O'Connor, must be four or five months ago at this stage, Matt, and they have had a long, long campaign. 
But at the end of it, they can say they're all Ireland champions. Did it the hard way, went extra time against a strong Armagh side, but two very well worked goals were the difference over the course of just over an hour. Trevor Cosgrave with both assists, both as good as the other, and Limerick, another All Ireland for us, Matt. Jack, um, you'll probably tell me you weren't around that day, but it was it was um, Limerick's first All Ireland in the big ball code since 1896. <laughs> Fair God. Where were you that day? 1896. I was 100 years off. <laughs> Is oh, what I not, was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, have these congratulations to Anthony McCarthy, his management team, and his wonderful squad, ab ably led by Morris O'Connor, captain, and Ronan McGee, vice captain, and Ronan got six points in a, in an All Ireland final check, which is a very very nice little tally. But um, look, they were able to rub shoulders very very successfully with 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 um, with footballers from other counties. Like I saw the game against Kerry, I saw the game against Leash, I saw the game against Roscommon, and um, like they led Kerry with what nine minutes to go, going down the home straight. They lost to Cork by a point. They lost to Roscommon by a point, and then they had to face two of the big guns of Gaelic football, who are among the contenders every year. And like you might say, look, um, Gaelic football. The All Ireland series has got nothing to do with Masters, but like there is this tradition thing, and like we, we've seen the tradition of Kildare, which Limerick saw off in the semi final, tradition of Armagh, which they saw off in the final. Like, but it, it, it called for a huge effort, Jack, because Limerick led by three points at half time, and like Limerick hurlers, it was Armagh who had the great third quarter where they, 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 they turned over a three-points deficit into a four-point lead and failed to score again in regression time. And um, mm. um, Limerick keep, kept plugging it away, and then Ronan McGee picked up an equaliser at the finish. But I, I think, Jack, I wasn't at it, but from what I'm hearing, Jack, there can be no argument whatsoever that in extra time, the better team won. And I suppose... Yeah. In many ways, a four points, a four points winning margin um, would reflect that, particularly in the second period of extra time, because going into the second period of extra time, Limerick had only a point to spare. So they outscored Armagh one one to one point in that final period, and it was the defining period at the death. And in the end, um, it, 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 Limerick were very very worthy winners. But when we're doling out um, the, the accolades there, Jack, we should also dole it out to the men um, that that came up with the idea of having a, uh, having a Masters football team. And I'm thinking of Joe Mulcahy, particularly down in in, in Kilidi, who was, who was one of the people that spearheaded it and got a group together, got a group of officers together, then put a management team in place. And Jack, believe it or not, you know, people might say they dismissed the Masters or should look, that's the Masters. They had 41 training sessions. Oh, yeah. No, which will, they worked hard and, and, for and, their... and, and eight matches. So, yeah. Jack, since last February, that will give you an idea of the level of commitment that was on the part of the men that started it, the mentors, and, and, and the players themselves. A squad of 30, 34, I think. You know, totally dedicated. I, I saw that firsthand in the games I was involved in. 
what struck me also, and I, I probably said it in this medium early on, Jack, I was really, really struck by the camaraderie in the group. Really, really struck by it. And um, look, happiest congratulations to them. And um, like, um, we're immensely proud of what they what they have achieved. And um, my my understanding is that um, that um, the Gaelic Masters has been so successful in football that we're going to have the hurling counterpart next year. And yeah, need, need, needless to say, Limerick would Limerick will be among those. Yeah, we won the favourites, but for now it's time for the footballers to take their shine. Well done to the lads. As you said, they've put in tremendous effort. We had Anthony and Morris on start here. I'm sure we'll hear from again under a bit of time pressure today. So we'll move on from Masters with heartiest congratulations to the entire panel and management team. Any day you win All Ireland is a good day, Matt. And then moving on, finally, just to finish off today, ladies football, Matt, we're into the semi-final stage. You know, it's heating up there. Briefly, what are you expecting this weekend? Well, I'm expecting a um, you know a hectic weekend of 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 of, of ladies football. Um, we have um, we 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 two quarterfinals last week and uh, last weekend, and we had um, one again needing extra time to get over Drum Bradford, you know, who who didn't have a very good run in the group stages, losing both their games, but got back in through through the playoff system and. They really, really pushed. And I suppose we shouldn't have been surprised. I think we mentioned it, that it, it wouldn't be a cakewalk or anything for Mona, Lee, uh, for Mona Gay last week. And then we had All Mill. Um, as expected, we we thought that uh, that St. Elby's experience would help them prevail over All over Mill. And that, that is exactly what happened. Now, the first of the semifinals is on, on, on Sunday. In Mungret, in Mungret or Clarina, Jack, it's on at one thirty, and it features two champions from last year, the senior champions, uh, Mona Gay, and the intermediate champions, and the team that have the surprise packet of the present of the current series, Ula. So that will be a very, very interesting game. Now, um, from, Ula will take huge heart from the fact that, first of all, they'll be coming in with momentum. Like, you know, when they would have seen the group and seen their first game against St. Elby's, you know, last year's runners-up, they would have said to themselves, you know, by God, you know, we've, we've got the short straw here. Yeah. But they, they went out and won the football match and then backed it up with a win over Drum Bradford and progressed directly to the semi-finals. So they, they, they will now face Monaghy and Monaghy, who, who, like, are... You know they're, they're they're seeking a third three championships in a row this year, um, and um, you know they they have been the queens of ladies football for the last couple of years, but I think they're going to be pushed pushed very 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 hard by by Ula. Now okay. maybe they play their get out of jail card against them against them from Bradford. You know it will be a huge wake up call for Monaghan. You know that there is serious serious opposition out there. Now I I'm going for Monaghan, but only just Jack. It's going to be it's going to be a humdinger, I think, because yeah. um, now the only thing that might mitigate against them or militate against them, Ula would be the fact that they've been idle for three or four weeks, whilst yeah. Monaghan have, have been involved in a quarter final. That is never an ideal situation, and we have seen it at national level with the senior championships. Now the other game is it's on in Capamore at 4:30 also on Sunday evening, 
and that's the meeting of St. Davies and Ballylanders. Now, I, I, I saw Ballylanders playing earlier on this year, and I, I was impressed with them. And they finished top of the group in Section A. They finished ahead of, of Monaghan on scoring difference because they both won their matches against Old Mill and Fiona Castlemahan. And then in their own game in Monaghan, they, they played out a draw. Now, Elbys, um, as I said, they lost Tool in the first round. They hit back in the second round with a win over Drum Broadford. And then in the quarterfinal last week, they got the better of Old Mill. And um, like they're, 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 they're putting a bit of a run together. But I, I fancy Ballylanders in this one, Jack. Um, uh, Ballylanders really, really hurt last year when they were beaten in the semi-final in dramatic circumstances in not long after extra time by Monaghan. And they they have been on a revenge mission since the start of, of, of this year. And I'm, I'm going for them to take it one step further towards ultimate honours, I think. Uh, they, they, they look to be a balanced side. And then they have big players like Katty Meehan, Andre O'Sullivan, Leisha Brown, Rose Highland, all, all these players. So, you know, I, I, I fancy Bally in this one. You know, and I'm, you know, I'm not looking through green and gold glasses or anything like that, or you know, because they're my own club here. Um, but I just think, you know, in the cold light of day, I think Jack that they that they are the better side. Now the two, um, the two semi-finals of the intermediate championship are on. Nakeni are playing. Um, they're playing. Borubor and Capamore, I think, is at 11.30 or 12 o'clock on Sunday also. Now, Nakeni went through the group stages unbeaten. They were they were beaten finalists by Ula last year. They have already beaten Borubor in the competition and um, in the group stages. So I'm fencing, um, I'm fencing Nakeni to do the job again and move a step closer towards going one better than last year. Now, if Nakeni win, they will be facing either um, Mungret St. Paul's or Galtie Gales and if, if um, all are the surprise packet of, of, of the senior championship, Galtie Gales to an extent of the surprise packet of the intermediate championship in that they have only been they have only been promoted from junior A last year they, they won a very good junior A find against the hand very decisively over in Capamore in the final last year and um, like they've, they've had a very good campaign. Their first game was against St. Bridget's. It, it was a tough ask away to St. Bridget's in the first round. and But they got a draw out of it. And then they had a very, very big win over um, over Father Casey's, um, which handed them a passage through directly to the semi-final. Now, Mungret St. Paul's lost one game. They beat Adair and they beat, um, they beat Marubor, but they lost to Narcani in the group stages. So they had to go through the the um, the quarterfinal route, um, and they, I should have said there, of course, that Maru Bohor also had to go through the quarter quarterfinal route. They beat St. Bridget's in the quarterfinal, but so at Mungret St. Paul's, they beat Father Casey's in their quarterfinal. So look, it it, it it's all down to Sunday in not long at four thirty. Um, the game is fixed for and. I'm I'm going for the Gales to continue their run, Jack. Um, you know they have, um, they may not be endowed with a lot of county players. They have Roshi and Breedy, who's on the county senior panel, but they have a vast number of players, like the Geary sisters, Leah Quinn, and a number of them who have been at underage, um, underage teams over the last couple of years for Limerick. And um, I, you know, I, 
I think they're really primed for the for, for this one. Speaking to Gail's connections as late as last Sunday, and um, they're they've also gone very well in the in the Junior B Championship. So they they have some backup. So I'm I'm going for the Gail. I'm going for a Gail's not Kenny final, Jack. Yeah, I I haven't seen any intermediate games this year, so I won't hazard a guess who's to win the final. But just on the senior side. Like Monaghan and Ula is a mouthwatering time. You made so many valid points, and I think it could be one where experience might just play its part. And obviously, Ula not playing in a few weeks could hinder that. And I, I think you know, Ballylanders do look a very balanced side, and we could have a repeat of the 2021 final that was a cracker inside in the Gaelic Crowns. But again, those games are on this weekend. There's plenty to get out to and, and watch this weekend with the ladies' football semi-finals, and also the hurling but we'll leave it at that Matt um if that's okay as I said I'm under time pressure I'm going from <laughs> Mallon to Mizzen over we started on Saturday and we're going to be in Mizzen on Thursday evening at, at some stage I'm not it's a cycle I'm not cycling I'm just in a support fan there's 14 brave cyclists and we'll get two more I, I think tomorrow going from Mallon to Mizzen to raise money for two very very worthy charities in Cleaners Foundation and Little Blue Heroes. They deal with very sick children. Unfortunately, in our locality a couple of years ago, a girl named Lauren McGrath lost her lengthy battle with leukemia. She battled bravely for 13 years and, and passed away at 16. So it was, it, there's, a, there's a group of cyclists and her own father is doing it. And it's just been beautiful to see the camaraderie in the group going from we started early at five o'clock in the skeeton on saturday morning drove all the way to mallon and they headed off then as far as letter kenny and ourselves and there's another sport fan did our bit to help him get there and then letter kenny to sligo yesterday and today we we started sorry letter kenny to sligo on monday today we started off in galway and finished the well so got home for an hour to record with you matt but i'll just leave the link to donate um below there was a weekend in top town in a skeeton a couple of weeks ago for anyone that would have seen it there's been over 50,000 raised for those two brilliant charities. All the cyclists and ourselves are funding the week ourselves. So everything is going towards Little Blue Heroes and Cleanest Foundation. So if you have any spare change, I would definitely encourage to donate it. Well done to cyclists for getting as far as home. But they still have two more days of cycling to do. But that's why I miss the games at the weekend. I'll be home in time from this weekend. But two worthy charities and something I definitely wouldn't turn down. So that's why we're a bit shorter this evening, Matt. But I'm sure you'd... you'd uh, You'd concur with that, Jack. I, I I would totally like to re-echo everything you have said, and 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 congratulations to yourself and those involved in it, and particularly the cyclists because it is um, tis tis um, tis you know it, it it's a huge task. But like I I would say to you, you know, it's fantastic for the charities, two fantastic charities, and anybody would would spare change, um, you know, they should they should um. They, you know, they should they should contribute to it. You know, it's such a worthy cause, and there's such for being made. You know, but as as far as the journey is concerned, Jack, I would say to you, you've kept the the the, the best wine to last. You know, go, going out to Mizzenhead, it's a place I know very well out by Barley Cove, and Goline, and it place dear to my heart, as you know, I was there there during the summer. You know, for for holidays and. Um, it's a place I like very, very well. But um, um, you know what? What a fantastic, you know, um, the the kindness of humanity. 
you know, yeah. is is to the fore in, in 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 something like this, where people are giving up their time and their energy, um, to help people that are less well off. And um, um, full credit to Lord McGrath's father. It can't have been easy for him, but fair juice him to get up on the bike and do that huge long cycle. And you know, I again yeah. would appeal to anybody with spare change, yeah. as you say, Jack. You know where to put it. Yeah, it's just two brilliant charities and they've been in constant touch with us and have been very, very kind. So, as I said, donate if you can. And fair play to the cyclists, I would say. We're only doing a small bit in the van, myself and Kieran and a few more. So, if you can, donate it all. Fair play to the cyclists. I'm sure they're not watching. I'm sure they're in bed. But if they are, keep going, lads. You have 420-something kilometres done out of 660. We have beautiful Kinmare to go to tomorrow. And then we're on to, to Mizzen. I've never been there before, so... Looking forward to that. But as I said, I'm under time pressure to get some rest before we head off early in the morning. So that's episode 251 in the books of the Three Talk. It was a bit quicker than usual, but it was grand. We got through everything. There's four big hurling games shown live on Limerick JTV this weekend. There's six in the senior alone to be watched if you can get them. We've Premier Intermediate, we've Junior, we've all that. We'll, I promise you we'll get to all those next week with the ladies senior or ladies senior intermediate junior semi-finals all those good things this weekend so plenty to get out to this weekend thank you to Noah's menswear as always for getting on board to you Matt um for your time and to everyone watching and listening as I said if you can donate at all to the link uh below that'd be much appreciated but for now that's three talk over and out Matt I'll talk to you soon thanks Jack especially the game we get all with what you put into it's like a walk of life if you're good enough go and get it no more about it Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, it's Shorty Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Limerick went out there from the World Court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. No sympathy in this game for anybody.